This is Sex Ed Debunked, a cross-generational podcast hosted by mother-daughter duo, Christine and Channing Curley, where we talk about all the things you learned or didn't learn in sex ed and where it all went wrong. From the abstinence curriculum to the monogamy myth and the vast spectrum of rainbow representation, we'll get real about sex positivity and catch you up on everything from proper anatomy to the holistic benefits of a great sex life. Tune in to Sex Ed Debunked wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hi, and welcome to Episode 7 of Sex Ed Debunked, a podcast about comprehensive sex ed, sex positivity, and why you show me yours, I'll show you mine, doesn't actually count as consent. We're your hosts, Christine and Shannon Curley. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we'll be talking about not just consent, but affirmative consent. And the myth is that consent is just about saying no. And this podcast is for everyone. Everyone. Um, On our last episode, we talked about sex positivity, and we debunked the myth that it is a radical concept. In fact, it's a really healthy concept. And in that conversation, we talked about affirming your sexuality in a positive way, in a confident way, in a healthy way. So it seemed natural to tie that episode into this one where we talk about affirmative consent because being affirmatively sexual also requires affirmative consent. Um, And also because contrary to what media and culture may have you believe, consent is the responsibility of everyone involved in an intimate situation. So let's talk about affirmative consent. So um, first of all, Shannon, thank you for mentioning that it's for both people. Um, the culture- All the, people. Sometimes there's for, more than two. It could be. It could be many if you're lucky. Oh, sh- if you're um, lucky. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> no shade. You positivity. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think this, the social scripts around sexuality have made it as, you know, the female woman tending to be the one who's supposed to be the gatekeeper and the no, which is why this episode is about affirmative sexuality, which is Yes. So the acronym that we teach our students is FRIES. FRIES? Like F-R-I-E-S FRIES? Like French fries, yes. Got it. Okay. <laughs> FRIES. Great. Love a good acronym. Okay. Well, it, it helps you to remember. So so we'll start with the first one. Um, F. Freely given. F is given. for friends who do stuff. To, oh, okay. No. <laughs> freely given. F is for freely given. Okay. That's right. That's right. And um, – what that means is is there's two pieces, right? It means freely and it means it's given. So freely means that there's no harassment, there's no pretense, neither person is drunk, neither person is high. True, true. Because in order to freely give, you have to be of sound mind and being able to say and understand what it is and what you want. The second piece is given, not taken. Mm, okay. Active, not passive. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, I guess, the the situation where, but we went to prom together isn't enough. <laughs> no. Okay. Got it. No. <laughs> and and it's also not a quid pro quo. Well, hey, yeah. I got this dress and I got this tux and we're here. No. But I got this hotel room for us. Yeah. Well, and that's a situation about context, right? That there's sometimes there's an assumption mm-hmm. because you're in a certain context that you have consented to everything. So I think, too, freely given, but also free of pressure. Exactly. Yeah. And coercion. And and pressure doesn't have to be from the person you're with. Sometimes pressure comes from the situation you're in. Right. Right. You're expected. Um, I will definitely put this link up, but Christine, Kristen Janiskowski does some great research on affirmative sexuality. And there's actually 
studies that show that in a bar setting, mm. there's a presumption that if, and this was a study of men and women in college, that if women dress up to look nice, they're going to the bar to find someone to hook up with. Now, that's not and freely And that's why given. I never dress nicely. That's, <laughs> that's my out. <laughs> Stick to those yoga pants. <laughs> hey, I like my yoga pants. It's true. It's true. But I think um, freely given, you know, no one should be trapped in a presumption, right? Based on environment, based on situation, based on who you're with. It should always be freely given, free of pressure. So I'll give you, I'll give you another example. Another sex positive researcher and therapist that I follow on Instagram and everywhere else. Um, she tells a story about- What's her name? Let's give her credit. Uh, Nan Pierce. Cool. She's amazing. She runs exotic lifestyle retreats and she also does a program called Oasis for couples to increase their sex positivity and their intimacy and talks a lot about consent, even in ongoing relationships. We'll, we'll talk more about in a bit. Um, but she, she goes to Hedonism, which is a lifestyle clothing optional resort. And she brings with her entertainers, both men and women who are beautiful, to say the least, um, because they're entertainers, they're exotic dancers. But she tells stories that there's a presumption of the guests that are at this resort that simply because they are well-sculpted sculpted individuals and that they are there to entertain, that they want to be touched. Mm -hmm. And th these men and women get groped and get groped sexually simply because they decided to go to a clothing optional resort. And so that's an example of a presumption based on a setting. So that's why fries means freely given, freely given from the person and not pres presumed based on the setting. So that's your F. That's F. That's your F. R is a very tricky one, but it's yet a very important one. R is reversible. Mm. So it means... Once you've consented, you can take that back. You can take it back at any point. At any stage. At any yeah, point. That's huge because you are absolutely allowed to change your mind. Like, and I think a lot of the times the reason people feel like they're not allowed to, and I can say this from my own experience, like you feel like you can't because you don't want to disappoint someone. Mm -hmm. But you can change your mind anytime you want. Here's an example. Booty calls. Love them. Support <laughs> them. Great. If you... Sex you positive. call someone and they come over and then they get there and you're like, actually, I don't want to. Can we just watch Netflix and chill? And actually watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually want to watch this movie. Um, you're allowed to say, sorry, I changed my mind. And, and also, if you're the person that got in the car and drove over and then you get there you and you're tired your in the car too because you were stuck in traffic and you listen to sad music on the way over and you're just not feeling it anymore, you're also allowed to change your mind. So I think that's a really, really big one because I think there is a lot of stigma around changing your mind when it comes to like sex and giving consent. Right. Is, oh, well, I already gave it and I don't want to disappoint you. No, disappoint. It, because honestly, if your partner is disappointed, then they're not being respectful of your consent in the first place. Well, and you know what? On the one hand, they're allowed to be disappointed and say I'm disappointed, but still honor that. And say, oh, okay, so you're not, you're feeling tired, you had a stressed out day. I would love to actually watch Netflix and chill with you on the couch. And that's, that's part of affirmative consent. Because if you're not sure and you're not saying yes, it's not a yes. So on to the I. I in fries. So the I in fries is kind of, it's called informed. And informed also has a couple of spectrum. One being that 
you need to be honest. You need to be honest with yourself, with the person you're with, about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the overarching thing about this whole affirmative sexuality and this FRIES acronym is this is the part where it's kind of negotiated and negotiation should be sexy. It should be talking about, hey, what do you want? What do I want? And saying and figuring out together with who you are with or the many people you're with exactly what it is that you are thinking about sexually that day. And once again, it's the whole spectrum of sexual activity. It could You could consent to kissing and not consent to oral sex. That's perfectly fine. Um, but if someone says, for example, I'm going to use a condom, and that's the basis of you saying yes, mm-hmm. and then they don't, you can take away that consent because that consent is no longer informed by the truth of what's happening. I think this one is the most no, I don't want to say confusing, but like the other two made a lot of upfront sense to me. So mm-hmm. this one, like, I think what for me gets confusing is if it's informed, how does that work if it is casual sex or it is like a one night stand or whatever, where you don't know that other person that well. So how do you navigate feeling informed when you're with a committed partner versus when you're with someone totally new? Well, if you're, if it's a casual thing, you still want to have a discussion. And I think that's a big piece that's missing when we talk about um, hookup culture and talking about whether or not people are satisfied in a hookup type of a sexual scenario mm-hmm. is very, h- how often do you have a conversation before you have hookup sex? And informed means you have a conversation. Yeah. Like, what are you into? What are well, you not into? And actually, I think that's interesting because what we touched on last time was that article in the New York Times. And one of the criticisms of being sex positive was that it removes empathy because it's all about being casual and hookups. But I think what we're saying here is that no, being sex positive is actually increasing empathy and is actually increasing communication and increasing conversation. Right. Because in order to be informed, you need communication and you need a conversation. Right. And especially with a casual sex hookup, you definitely want to be... not for nothing, but you also want to be informed about safe sex. You want to be informed right. about their sexual history. Right. And you want to also be very clear on what you like and what you don't like. Because just to touch briefly, pornography and the fact that most people are watching some form of pornography these days because it's easily accessible. And it can be soft porn, hard porn, all different ranges of it. But what pornography has done, and the research shows this, it has created an expectation of what sex is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You often saw that in the old episodes of Sex in the City, right? In Sex in the City, I remember clearly an episode with Miranda talking to Charlotte and Samantha and Carrie and saying, are we doing butts now? <laughs> well, in, in porn, they do butts. Well, <laughs> just because someone's watched porn doesn't mean you're necessarily into butts. I mean, you might be. But if you don't have a conversation about butts, you're not having informed oh, consent God, about butts. Right? <laughs> so, but that's an example of what porn has done. Um, another porn example is choking. Yeah. Like people so, think that's an expectation so around casual you, sex. Would it's you not. say that the informed part of the Fry's model, this I, is also about setting limits? Most definitely. And it's also about understanding the limits. So you go in and, you know, you know, it's okay to have casual sex. Of course, it's sex positive if everybody is open, honest, and have a communication about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it's 
coming back to my apartment for a drink, you should clearly say, hey, are we coming back for a drink or are we looking to do more? And then the conversation can be a sexy conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, like, hey, I would like to do more. I'm really interested in kissing you, but I don't think we're going to sleep together. Is that all right? I want to consent to making out with you. And that's what I'm going to consent to. And so then it's an agreement. It, it, it's an agreement, but it's a, it's a sexy agreement. It's a negotiation. <laughs> Ooh, it's a sexy clause. It is. <laughs> because but it's, but it, the, it's not permission. It's an agreement. Right. And that's, that's the affirmative sexuality part, mm -hmm. is that we're talking about expressing our needs and wants and desires, not saying no to something. It sucks to be the one to say no. No, you want to be excited about it. Right. You want to be moving on to the E in fries. Oh, is it excited? Enthusiastic. Oh, enthusiastic. Hey. So it's close. It's close. And But enthusiastic means really, really good. So for example, you're with somebody and you say, is this okay? Well, that is pretty ambiguous, pretty nonspecific. And what is people's, what, what is your response when someone asks you if it's okay? It's fine. And what does that mean? <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. And it's fine ever really but enthusiastic? Is that, of, is that part of enthusiasm or being specific? It's, it's part of enthusiasm to the extent that you want the answer to be, that's awesome. Yes, I want to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> or like, or even do more. Yeah. Do more of that. The answer should never be fine. If you get the answer to a question and it's fine, yeah. be more specific. Well, it shouldn't be a guessing game. It should be like, absolutely, yes, this is great. No, I don't want that. Um, this like reminds me of, I feel like this happens in TV shows and movies all the time, but it'll be like a couple and they're like, yeah, let's have sex. But like one of them's definitely way too tired and just kind of goes along with it. And then like they fall asleep. I feel like I've seen this on so many shows where then like the spouse or the partner, whoever gets mad at them and it's like, you fell asleep. But it's like, well, maybe that's because they weren't enthusiastic about it because they were dead tired. And then you tried to have sex and they fell asleep. Wow. So enthusiasm, active enthusiasm. I'm actually <laughs> so here for it. Enthusiasm. And once again, enthusiasm sexy, right? Yeah. If you could be... Hell you, yeah. Yes is way more sexy than it's fine. Well, and also, hey, do it more. Right. More, more, more. That's fine. That's much more sexy than no, no, no. So we want to all get... Yeah, you yes. should always be looking for yes. You should be looking for yes, this is awesome, not I guess so. Right. Fine. Who wants I guess so, right? Now, there's, there's a kind of a... Uh, how should I put this? There is circumstances, if you have a long-term relationship, that you can have a blanket consent to certain things. You can have, in certain power dynamics, you have safe words when the consent's being taken away. But we're kind of talking here about debunking the myth about sex being about no and reframing the question of sexuality being about yes. And that kind of goes to the last piece of fries, which is the S, and that's specific. So specific means that you are consenting to something specific in a sexual activity. So this is why when you said in under enthusiastic, is this okay? It's also not specific enough because whatever the intimate act is, there's always more involved in it than just like one thing. So you need to be very specific about what you're asking that the person is interested in or exactly. receptive to and comfortable so, with. So when I say to you, is this okay? Do you have any idea what I'm saying? Nope. Nope. So how about this? Do you like it when I touch you? Can I touch you more this way? Right. Specific. Like this yes. exact thing that I'm doing right now, is this good? And then you can you have the opportunity to say, well, 
why don't you move your well, hands over? Here's like a, a good example, bit. right? It's like being on a like a like a like a, an amusement park and you're on like one of those 4D rides like the stupid Lilo and Stitch experience at Disney World, right? Never. But they're, I mean the noise. But they're, they're, you're on a chair and it's vibrating. They're spraying water at you. There's music going on. <laughs> Are you having fun? Which part? It's yeah. overwhelming. There's a lot going on. I don't mind the water. I hate the spinning, you know, but if you're not specific, then you can't actually get at what someone's enjoying versus not enjoying. So being specific helps improve both partners' experience. And and once again, both partners. I mean, you're that's all the partners, possible. not even both. All, all, all the partners. partners and all of the different relationships you have. So we did touch upon the casual sex a bit. Talking about a committed relationship. Um, I think what's happened a little bit of a backlash from the Me Too movement has been like, well, do I have to ask every time? I'm like, well. Kind of. Kind of. What, what I would say to that is be sure every time. Because one of the aspects of the of fries is that just because you've had sex once doesn't mean you've had consented Forever. to sex all the time. So be sure. Right. When every a time. vampire has to ask to be let in through the window, that's only for that one time. <laughs> they have to ask again the next time too. Let's not equate sex with a vampire, unless that's what you're into. <laughs> I'm, I'm not knocking anyone's kink. Um, no, so, but, but saying yes to one thing doesn't mean saying yes to everything and being saying yes once doesn't mean saying yes always. And I think that's an important point to make. Um, I also think, you know, this is fries, right? So that this is the order we gave it in because acronyms, but this isn't a prescriptive order. You know, no. you give your consent freely, but you can reverse after you've been enthusiastic. You can change what you specifically want when becoming more informed about the situation. So exactly. even though we're giving you this acronym of fries because it's a useful mnemonic device, if you want it to be rise if sure <laughs> go for it you know so these are the things to remember is freely given reversible informed enthusiastic and specific but switch around that order as you see fit you're, it is not prescriptive and once you've done one there is no nothing that says you cannot turn it around and change your mind exactly and 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 you know what that is also part of positive sexuality that maybe you start engaging in sexual activity with one or more people and you're really enthusiastic about it and you really are freely giving that consent but maybe you get to a point of ick right and you can you you get once again are reversible you'll be like okay well that was fun up to that point but can we take a break can we check in and part of sexuality and positive sexuality is checking in mm -hmm. and you can check you know it's not it's not like i'm saying you have to stop and sign a contract you know that's what the that's what a lot of the critics will say it's like oh do i have to ask about touching my wife's breast every time i sit on the couch with her I'm like no no but make sure she's liking it sorry we're not man shaming here this is just an no example. it's just an example <laughs> but it's an example that you hear you know on on the blogs and that stuff is is right. that do i have to ask every time no and please i think be sure someone's liking it every time is right, that really so hard enthusiastic consent can become more fluid with time but always both parties need to recognize when a line is crossed or when someone's no longer comfortable and checking in is never a bad thing it's it's a good and, thing and there is when we talk about consent in an affirmative sexuality in long-term relationships there is a such thing as a maybe because when you're in a long-term relationship you do want sometimes need novelty, right? You need variety. You don't want sexual activity and your sexuality to become a routine habit. So sometimes enthusiastic consent is an enthusiastic maybe. Like, okay, 
I'll give it a try. But you have to recognize that if it ends up I don't like it that much, I can change my mind. And so enthusiastic babies come under the penumbra of enthusiastic yeses so that we can all in our sexual positive way explore what we want to explore. So let's reiterate that real quick in terms of language because we talk about language all the time. This is a through line. Neither you nor your partner should ever be in a position where you feel like you have to say no. Healthy communication around sex allows you to choose yes. You should feel like you can affirmatively choose yes instead of having to defer to no. Yes. And for all of us who are listening, consent, saying yes, never stops being important because saying yes is sexy. Yes. Saying yes is fun. Saying yes is erotic. You can't spell sexy without yes. You're so smart. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh why you're an English major. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that right now. That's amazing. One, one more thing that I just want to talk about because we've been talking about this very much in the context of real in-person interactions, um, but it would be remiss to not talk about how this applies to digital interactions as well. So can you just talk really briefly about consent in the digital sphere? Uh, get it? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, um, personally, I don't like an unsolicited dick pic. It's not my thing. No. 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 You like that? I really do not. No. I really do not. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe some people do. Right. And and so then you say, hey, send me a picture in your brawn panties. Then I will. You ask for it, I'll send it to you. Well, not to you, Shannon. I don't think yeah, that. I'm good on that, actually. I'm all set. <laughs> but most definitely, before you send any sexting, any unsolicited, any pictures, please ask and say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Um, would you like me to send you a picture? Because maybe someone's in a business meeting yeah. and don't want to have a picture come across their computer screen. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could tell you about so. situations with friends and other folks so. where they're like, that was a great photo that popped up in the middle of my meeting on my computer where I was presenting on the Apple screen to the entire boardroom. Yeah. So so definitely the ask the perils of airdrop, man. Oof. Uh, all right. So consent in every context matters. Real life, digital life, everything in between, it matters. So that's the myth that we sought out to debunk today is that consent is about no. It's not about no. It's about a lot more. Um, and yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And yes, and yes, and yes. And not fine. Not fine. Definitely not um, fine. So fries. Keep in mind fries. Here's a helpful reminder. You need French fries before you can French kiss. Mm, sounds like a good reminder. <laughs> well <it>. done. <laughs> good image. <laughs> so what do you think? So I think that um, we successfully debunked the myth of consent is about saying no. So is it another myth? Yes, another myth. Put, Put to, to bed. bed. <laughs> uh, there it is. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Remember that you are entitled and you deserve all the consent and you deserve to be affirmative in your consent. You deserve to be enthusiastic about your consent. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, feel free to reach out to us on all the socials or shoot us an email at sexeddebunked at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of Sex Ed Debunked. During the course of our podcast, we have limited time together, which means that unfortunately, many identities, groups, and movements may not be represented each week. The field of sexuality and gender orientations, identities, and behaviors are changing and growing rapidly, and we remain committed to being as inclusive as possible. Please remember that all of us, including us, are learning in this area and may occasionally slip up. We ask that we all continue to be kind to one another so that we can create a truly inclusive and accepting environment. 
As always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sex Ed Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media along with myself, Shannon Curley, and Christine Curley. From Trailblaze Media, our engineering is handled by Ezra Winters. Mm-hmm.